if you played a game of heads or tails with Donald Trump and Trump chooses heads and you flip the coin and it comes up tails, would Trump say he still won? Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Some random information that I've picked up from other people. I stole it from them. The January 6th hearings are still going. And I don't know if they're having a big impression on Americans and they're going to change their mind about something. Um, But I guess, you know, there's a question. I had a question. Uh, You know, is the news media tired of talking about January 6th? And the answer is no, I think. You know, they got these hearings going on and then every mainstream media outlet is just talking about January 6th all over again. I guess, you know, they're pigs and shit. And there have been some new facts that are revealed in the hearings that I didn't know or no one knew. But for whatever reason, I can't think of what they are. I'm like, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, I didn't know that. Oh, whoa, I didn't know that. But then the next day I try and think, what was the thing I didn't know? I can't remember. So nothing, nothing that crazy. Not crazy enough for me to remember a day later. Well, I just heard one like a half hour ago, so I remember that. I guess Mike Pence, the vice president, the Secret Service is like, we need to get you out of here. You know, he was in the, whatever, he was in the building with the riot. And apparently Mike Pence is like, I trust you guys, you know, you Secret Service officers, but I don't trust the driver. I don't want to get into a car with a strange driver. So that's pretty crazy. And we got the 2022 November midterm elections coming up. And apparently, since they've been putting the January 6th hearings on TV, it's made the Democrats a little more popular. And when voters are polled, they're like, you know, do you want to vote for a Democrat or a Republican? Without, you know, like without saying what, who the specific politician actually would be, um, I think Democrats have gained a couple points. Well, but we'll just have to wait and see how that goes. And then the 2024 election, where you get the president, the next president, who will be the next president? Um, so, you know, it's Trump, whatever, it's Biden, it's Biden unless something happens there, and it's Trump unless something happens there, maybe. But if the Republican nomination thing is Trump versus Ron DeSantis, the uh, Florida governor, it's, everyone's hyping up as the, the Trump killer, the Trump defeater, well, then it's looking like Ron DeSantis would win. But if it's Trump versus Ron DeSantis and, you know, 10 other people... That will split the vote, you know, and Trump, you know, because Trump's probably got guaranteed maybe a third. A third of the Republican voters are guaranteed to vote for Trump no matter what. So, you know, that'd be 33%. So if it's Trump versus one person, then that, you know, Trump gets 33, the other guy gets 66. But if it's Trump versus 10 people, then Trump gets 33, and the other people have to split it, you know, split up the 66. They all get 6.6% each, so... So on that one, we'll just have to wait and see if it's Trump versus one person or Trump versus a bunch of people, because that may decide it. And then also, if Trump if Trump doesn't get the Republican nomination and he does decides to do an independent run, then that splits the Republican voters another different direction, and that means automatically Democrats win. And I haven't been watching the January 6th hearings, but I guess one of the you know kind of one of the points that they're trying to make or whatever is to build a legal case. And say, hey, Department of Justice, why don't you, whatever, bring criminal car- charges against Trump? And so the, the January 6th hearings, I guess they've been kind of 
They've been kind of trying to make a case, like a criminal case against Trump. And I forget the name of the crime that they want to charge him with, or they'd, you know, they'd like the Department of Justice to charge him with. But it's something like obstruction of government proceedings or something. And whatever, to convict someone of that crime, it involves mens rea. If you ever, if you ever hear that term, mens rea, that means, you know, what was your, what was your, what was in, what was in your mind? What, what, what were you thinking? Kind of like motive. And in any case, it's like, you know, did Trump, did he know he was trying to steal an election that he didn't win? In which case, you know, oh, then whatever that, that, you know, then that's not allowed. You can't, you can't obstruct the government when you know you're in the wrong. But with Trump, he's, I mean, you know, he's crazy. He's crazy like a fox sometimes, and sometimes he's just crazy. And I think the answer is he thought he won. Like, you tell him he lost, he thinks he won. You could do a freaking coin flip. Be like, pick heads or tails. Trump would be like, heads. And it would come up tails, and he'd be like, no, it didn't. That was heads. So it makes it trickier to convict him if he's getting high off his own supply, basically. And so to try and get around that, what the hearings have been doing is just bringing up one person after another saying like yeah we told trump he lost it's like yeah we show you know we showed him the data that he lost we showed him the paperwork that he lost and you know and i think no matter what they showed him trump still thought he won so it's it's a little you know it's a jury thing it'll be a thing where the jury decides i mean if they even take it to whatever criminal proceedings which i don't think they will whatever if they do that would be crazy do a quick Ukraine update. So, you know, Russia's been winning more lately. And I've been learning more about the artillery situation there, which is, you know, whatever. Giant guns that shoot bullets the size of footballs. The size of a jar of mayonnaise if you don't know nothing about sports. And so America has allocated $40 billion to send, you know, all sorts of amazing weapons to Ukraine. But, like, I tried to look that up the other day. It's like, you know... How much of that forty billion? What you know? What did it buy, and what did it get over to Ukraine? And like, as far as I can tell, it hasn't it hasn't moved barely anything. Like you know, maybe forty billion dollars, but only one billion of it has got to them, or even less. You know, maybe you know ten million, hundred million. I don't know. Just I really think not that much weapons have actually moved from outside of Ukraine into the into Ukraine. And I guess currently Russia has 10 artillery cannons for every one that Ukraine has. And Ukraine was part of Russia, so like both of them are using Russian weapons. And apparently Ukraine is running out of bullets. And the bullets are either made in Russia or they did have factories in Ukraine, but that was like the, the first thing Russia did was like blow up the factories that produce artillery bullets in Ukraine. And so Ukraine's running out, and Russia's probably not going to sell them a bunch of artillery bullets. And America's been giving them the M777 artillery thing, which is better than the ones the Russians have. But, you know, I think Russia just, like, they blow up the train tracks, and America's like, all right, we're going to give you a whole bunch of M777s. They're awesome. They're brand new. They're amazing. And they're like, oh, shit, the train tracks got blown up. We can't get them to you. And we're talking about sending them these missile trucks, but I think, whatever, they haven't got there yet. So I guess, long story short, Ukraine is running out of the artillery ammo that they need to fight with. And the stuff that America wants to give them, it's not easy to get it to them. 
You got to train them on it. Oh, yeah, here's an interesting point. So you can give, you know, some army people an M777. It's an M777. Look it up on uh, YouTube. They're pretty cool. I talked about it before. It's like a, it's like a gun the size of a semi-truck that you haul around. doesn't have its own engine. But, like, you can train someone how to shoot that gun pretty quick. I mean, I have no idea. Maybe a week. But to train someone to do maintenance on those guns, you know, when something messes up, you got to have a, you know, mechanic. Basically, you got to have your, you got to have a giant semi-truck gun-sized mechanic there to turn some bolts and nuts and fix it. And so training the mechanic, that takes, takes like a month. I mean, this part I'm going to make up, but like, if you're lucky, you know, who knows, who knows what kind of gun mechanics they have does ukraine have enough gun mechanics that you can train on the new guns i mean i don't even know they may not but i guess that was the, that was the, it was an interesting fact that i learned basically that it's one thing to give weapons to someone and let them shoot them it's a whole nother thing to train people how to service the weapons and keep them in reliable order that's a that's a tough long process and I'm, I'm sure this story is not entirely true, but apparently in World War II in Italy, America was sending out tanks to fight the Germans. And we'd send a tank over the hill, and the Germans would shoot it and destroy it. And so we'd send another tank over the hill, and they'd shoot it and destroy it. You know, and America was a manufacturing powerhouse that could produce tanks like nobody's business. And so we just we sent tanks over that hill. Until the Germans ran out of bullets, and then we won. Little update on the NFL defensive coordinator who compared January 6th to the Black Lives Matter riots. I think this is on Twitter. I mean, you know, whatever. If you're a rich, famous person, cancel your Twitter account because it might get you fired. But in any case, he's like, you know, he called January 6th. He said he said a long bunch of stuff. But anyways. In the mix of that was he, he called it a dust-up. And he shouldn't have said that because that's not true. January 6th was worse, much worse than a dust-up. And apparently he's not listening to the Anti-Woke podcast because he didn't put a number on the Black Lives Matter riots and say there's 570 of them versus one January 6th riot. I mean, as a recap, basically this NFL coach... He went on Twitter and he said, you know, why is everyone freaking out about January 6th? What about the Black Lives Matter riots? Which is something that I like to talk about. I mean, you know, long story short, it was black people, not all of them, you know, not, I don't know. Anyways, some of the people involved in the Black Lives Matter riots were black people, so you're not allowed to talk about them because that's racist. And then January 6th was Trump supporters, in which case, that's what the mainstream media has an absolute burning red hatred for and so you talk about that one all the time but what i said the last time i mentioned this was like is this you know is the dam about to break is there a crack in the dam and the whole thing's gonna break because finally we can compare january 6th one riot to black lives matter 570 riots and i was like they better shut this guy down because if people think that they can speak freely about one versus 570 i mean it's it's going to be pretty clear what's worse. 570 riots is worse than one riot. I mean, almost no, ba- no matter how bad the one riot is. You know, plus it's 25 murders in one, zero in the other, etc. So the Washington commander's coach, apparently he's in charge of this stuff. 
he gave his uh, defensive coordinator a $100,000 fine for saying what he said. And I think in the NFL, you got your head coach, that's number one, and then supposedly offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator are like equal positions, but really offensive coordinator is it's a better position. And so basically, defensive coordinator, the guy who made the comments, he's number three. He's number three out of the coaches, which is big. You know, this is Washington Commanders. It's the Washington Redskins, if didn't mention that. But that was a racist name, so they changed it. It's not clear, but maybe so that their nickname will be the Commies. So that guy, he probably makes, you know, a half million to a million dollars a year. So $100,000 fine. I mean, that would be enough to shut your ass up. Like, they'll do stuff like that to NBA players. It's like, you're making $120 million. I'm going to give you a $100,000 fine. You know, it's like, I don't care. But anyways, for this guy, I think he does care, and uh, I think he will keep his mouth shut. So I guess the point is, the dam is not breaking. Uh, You better be very careful mentioning Black Lives Matter in the same paragraph as January 6th. Uh, Hell, I guess I'll, I'll just, I'll say it again. I've said it many times. The Black Lives Matter riots are completely and utterly unjustified. If you look at the data, cops are not hunting black men. And the only result from the Black Lives Matter is 5,000 extra murdered black people every year. So, like, you know, if you absolutely freaking love black people, then you should think that the Black Lives Matter riots are the worst things that have ever happened. And one of these days, I'm going to do a recap episode, or whatever. I'm going to do another, I'm going to do an episode looking back on the data of the Black Lives Matter. Because for a little while there, a little while there, I wasn't sure. Originally, I was like, oh, it killed 2,000 black people. Then I was like, it killed 5,000 black people. And then I was like, I wasn't sure if it killed 5,000 black people. But anyways, the data is finally slowly trickling out. People don't want you to know what the truth is. But the answer is, hell yeah, it killed 5,000 black people in 2020. And it killed another 5,000 in 2021. And we don't even know for this year, but it ain't going to be good. It's not looking good. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.